Welcome to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commish, and we have the entire Let's Do It Live gang here this evening. Pizza Von Baron and Mikey Bovenzi the Mush. (laughs) Pizza Von Baron's back. I'm glad to be here. How's it going? Let's uh, let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. Hey, side note. I just saw like a meme of that big cat posted and it's the best tag team duo since Kane and X-Pac is the hound and Aria. I thought that was funny. I did see that. I also <laughs> enjoyed that one. Especially because I sent you guys a text the other day that I've been watching. I meant to listen to our last episode and I was watching old WWE videos for three hours. So <laughs> it, it really resonated. It, yeah, it really fits. Yep. Man, just playing right into your hand, Mikey. So as many of you know, we have been doing recap episodes for season eight, the final season of Game of Thrones, which has thus far been underwhelming. But then again, we are the greatest armchair quarterbacks when it comes to HBO series of all time. Um, self, self-entitled. So last night aired um, episode four, which was titled the last of the starks so we are picking up right after the battle of winterfell where Arya took down the night king and it seemed like everyone in the living army should have died Uh, and somehow we start at the beginning of episode four having a um a funeral ceremony for all the big heroes that died and there's still an army i i i was not in the greatest of mindsets when seeing everyone get slaughtered for an hour and a half the previous week and then there's still enough of an army to take on Cersei so not a hot start no I thought more or less it was just gonna be the main characters after the last episode and they would kind of have to use Tyrion's mind games and and Varys the, the spider to outsmart Cersei with the main characters that they had but yeah like you said they just all of a sudden have loads and loads of people and they're just going to march right down to King's Landing and take on Cersei. It kind of blew my mind. Michael, do you have anything to add or no, are you could just going to keep yourself on mute? No, this is I bad agree. television. I was on yeah. mute for a while and I just kept talking. Um, no, I agree. That was, I mean, they spent like a lot of time to show how many people died. But the thing is, no one fucking died that like you cared about so like all the cool like funeral spires they were putting up those are all people that we don't even know their name they're like they had their same extras died like eight times yeah like leanna mormont yeah like i mean jorah is cool but exactly come on yeah oh okay you say and ed like ed ed and eddie like and ed like yeah and he spells his name like edd so it is ed and eddie yeah so, I mean, like, no, like, cool, you wasted, what, 20 minutes in the beginning? Now, counter to that, a lot of sex going on. A lot, a lot of sex. Yeah, before of, we get into the a lot coitus. Of, a, a lot of boxes were checked. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> they were going down their list, and she's, they were like, well, she needs her box checked. They'll check his box. A lot of boxes. So, leading into the topic of coitus, um, in addition to having that long drought drawn out funeral scene in the beginning, then we, then they decide to, I don't know if it was a waste. There were funny moments in the celebration, 
and I guess somewhat important conversations that came about from it. Did we really need to see them in the hall just laughing and partying for that amount of time and then playing like truth or dare essentially between Podrig, Brienne, Jamie, and Tyrion? No, but the directors are nerds. And did you see that they put themselves into the scene? They did? Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, it's the when Tormund has like the upside down uh, horn or whatever, and he's like mm-hmm. doing the chants. They're, they're the two guys that are just to his, it would be the viewer's left, his right. And I was like, this is probably the only time these nerds have drank wine in the last like six months. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. I don't know. You, you have to feel like they have this like grandioso idea for the end of the series and the rest of the season. They're just like filling random shit in just all fillers. Like I, nothing exciting really besides last episode. And this was just them hanging out more or less until the last five, 10 minutes. The problem mm-hmm. is, is that the show like went to the mainstream. It's not just like the people that watch the book and the initial viewers now it's kind of like everyone that's showing everywhere in pop culture, and they don't know what to do because they got along with the sci-fi people and the book readers. But now it's like, oh, fuck, uh, what would be cool? Um, sex and drinking for like 30 minutes. Let's just put that in there. Like people so more, resonate to that. Yeah, more or less they sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think they are a bunch of cake eaters. So, well, a couple Adam Bankses. Yep. They, they're getting paid like Adam Banks, that's for sure. Yeah, they are. Yeah, making bank. No, that's a good point, Michael, because it does feel like they're trying to please everyone. Do you remember the movie Suicide Squad that they tried to remake like 16 times to be more like Deadpool because they saw how popular Deadpool was and then it it just turned out to be a terrible movie that made no sense? This feels like there was external forces really – pushing for them to make everyone feel good and and have too much typical American cinema aspects of friendship, love, and coitus. So uh, I can sex. see that definitely playing a role here. Sex. Let's just say it. You are absolutely correct. It is just good old-fashioned sex. Um, okay, so let's, let's take a step further. Uh, wrapping up that scene... Um, John, AKA Aegon and Danny have a, an intimate moment where there is kissing that could be leading into plain old sex. And then they have kind of an awkward conversation, which in summary is Daenerys telling John that he can't tell anyone about his true identity. And that's the only way that they can live even though he bends the knee. I thought that was just setting up like them for failure. Like, of course he's going to tell the rest of the Stark family. He's, he's so loyal to them. And if she's giving him an ultimatum, I don't know any relationship that starts off well with an ultimatum. So I'll tell you what else that's going to set up the hottest videos on Pornhub this week. That's going to be the the leader. Don't tell anyone. We can we can do whatever we want. Just don't tell anyone. It's going to be John and Danny banging everywhere. But that's beside the point. Yeah, I thought that was pretty weird. I'm wondering though. Do you think she's already pregnant? And that that's going to come out like next episode. If I they just throw in a pregnancy, that. that would be like it'd just be like, oh yeah, of course she's pregnant, and now we need to add this 
into the realm of things. That would, hey, it, it wouldn't feel like good writing. I'm not attacking prenatal care. I've already done that. And especially uh, in the seven kingdoms, you had exactly. to apologize to all of the apologize. OBGYNs in yep. Westeros. Yeah, yeah, there's a shortage of them now. All the, uh, all the them so well. yep. Yeah, they do need to figure out their prenatal care. But like you said, it, I think it would, I said too late earlier, but I think it would just be bad writing. It's like, oh, fuck, uh, we ran out of topics. What would be really funny? Um, oh, actually, you know what? We'll keep people on edge by saying she's pregnant, but there's only, you know, two and a half hours left of TV time left. So it's impossible for her to have a kid. But we'll just say she has a kid because then it leaves everybody thinking and the fan theories can go on forever. Yeah, or it could be like yeah, the I, final I Harry like, Potter movie where it goes ahead like seven years, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, here's the kid that we referred to back seven years ago." And right, no end game spoilers, but when it, it jumps to a certain time in the future, I thought the same thing was going to happen, and I was very happy it didn't. Just wanted to mention that the whole like dynamic between the two of them i i'm just not a fan of it i feel like it's like way too awkward when is it not awkward that's why i was laughing you said like, no it's oh, just was, like you're, you're like andrew was like yeah there's a uh there was another there was an awkward embrace like i don't think they've ever had a normal embrace it's always awkward between those two i guess Do you think so that's yeah more of like their characters or the fact that they're friends in real life and they've grown up with each other and now they're supposed to be intimate and they're just not good at it I don't know. She, like, cause she was re- like when Jorah died and she was, or that was actually more of Sansa and Theon, but like, even so I was like, all right, that's decent acting, like showing compassion for, you know, the dead guy. But like the, just every time they're together, just so weird. Like he, she, he walks in the room. She's like, are you drunk? It was like, Oh, okay. This is like a bad relationship. Like, Oh, you came back drunk again. Like, no, you're just fucking jealous that everyone likes you more than him. Big deal. Other way around. But, yeah, I can see that happening. Well, not at not everyone likes him more than you. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine, Michael. So, okay, that leads us to before we get to the Stark family reunion under the Wirewood tree, Tormund and ghost just leave for the north i thought that was weird as well now now it is bail hey they're not done by the way i i hope that they're not done um because if that was their send-off and they give gave liana mormont like a hero's goodbye and then torment and ghost like they get a hug and ghost is just not a good boy over in the corner john snow doesn't even go and pet him people online are furious about that by the way. Well, this is me overreacting to simple dialogue again. But um, when they said their goodbye, I believe John said something like, oh, well, I guess this is see you later. And Tormund said for now and laughed. So I'm going to extrapolate that point and say that homeboy's not done. I wouldn't be surprised if he went up and like um, got the, the free folk all together and riled them up and was like, you know what? Jon Snow is down fighting Cersei in King's Landing. He's done so much for us. Let's go help him out. So maybe he's just riling up the troops or rallying the troops. Um, 
otherwise, I can foresee them showing up at a time in the impending battle when all hope is lost and they just show up and save the day. Like there could also be that kind of written in because Jon Snow has a tendency to make terrible um, tactical decisions and either die or look like he's about to die. And then someone comes and saves him. So what's worse, Jon Snow's like military acumen or uh, Daenerys's caring of pets slash animals <laughs> <laughs> or children. She, she's the worst. I th- I'm happy there's only three eggs because if there was a fourth, that one would already be dead. Yeah. Like, you have dragons. Why are you not flying like a thousand feet in the air? You went above the clouds in the last episode. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. Like, why? I, I don't get it. <laughs> John's all being smart. He's like, all right, I'm not going to let my dragon fly. He needs to rest up. And she's like, no, no, no. Let's go put him in harm's way. Like what an asshole. Okay, before we get to that scene, I I wanted to get to the scene with the Starks under the wirewood tree where um, John asks Bran if it's okay, essentially, to tell Sansa and Arya that he is truly Aegon Targaryen, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, and made them promise to keep it a secret, to which Sansa literally tells Tyrion in the next scene. That was, was inc- that was incredible. I love classic that. high school drama. That's what it felt like to me. Like we were, I was watching a high school movie. Well, I'm going to tell you this. So don't tell anyone. Next scene. Hey, tell us Tyrion. Hey, Tyrion. But then like, <laughs> yeah, but then they go back like the directors after the show. They're like, well, clearly Sansa's learned a lot from Littlefinger and knows to plant the seed with Tyrion because he is going to tell Avarius and this whole thing. But I, I I don't know. I didn't. I w- I was really hoping John was going to keep it a secret, actually. But hey, the great that's not the, the great case. Ray Liotta said, "There's two rules in life: never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut." And Jon Snow broke rule number two. So after that, everything's open. Mm-hmm. And he was he goes to Bran. He's like, "Should I tell him?" He's like, "Well, it's up to you if you want to." Yeah. Like, since what, when was Bran the rat. voice of reason? Exactly. Why do you? <laughs> Bran's the worst, actually. He, like, I can't stand him. At least there was like a human aspect to him this episode where he's like, yeah, you can tell him whatever you want. And he yeah, wasn't like, well, I really home. would frown upon that as the three eyed raid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but of all animals to warg into, you warg into a crow. Fucking dragons flying around out there. At least get like a goose or a duck or something, not a crow. A goose. A goose. Of course. Yep. But, but, hey. The, Canadian to your point, like Brand, Brand knows everything, and he's on the good guys team, and he's not doing shit. I, like, I, is it going to come out that he's been helping all along, or what? He's just like I, I wonder. Back. Like, he's letting them learn th- for themselves. Like ha- they're on sensory tables. He's like their dad, and they're trying to figure some shit out. They're on he, sensory he, tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Incre- they're, they're babies that are geniuses. Incredible. Um, I have to imagine there's going to be a scene where Bran wargs or goes back in time, whatever that verb is you want to utilize. Um, and he goes back to the times of the Mad King Ares, and he's the one saying burn them all in real life. But he's, you know, the Mad King hears it. So it's like similar to the Hodar scenario where he goes back and he sees Hodar 
normal and then there's um the right. mishap in real time and he's trying to uh tell hodar what to do in both universes and it creates you know i, I don't know how to describe it other than like a blip you were going you went down a doctor strange rabbit hole and i don't know if you know how to get out of there alice but i'll figure figure out wonderland for you thank you Uh, for saving me i I was going down a dark path there yeah i want i want to move on to one other scene before we well there's actually two other scenes before we move on to the final like 10 minutes with the dragon slaying and everything i another like underutilized character the last couple seasons then this season is braun he's always been one of my favorites and i just thought that whole like interaction between he Tyrion, and uh jamie jamie was a little bit off like he just comes in says hey like i'm not gonna kill you but i'm bailing and you better like not die and then promise me what i'm gonna get i don't i was hoping he like would you know become allies with them again and go after cersei or something of that nature, but it kind of just disappointed me. Yeah. It seemed really out of his character arc because if you think back over the past seasons, he's helped both of those brothers in huge capacities and really been the one to like, just help out in hopes. He's like Han Solo. Like he helps out in hopes of riches and he never gets riches. So he's continuing to search for that. But as we keep hoping for these like redent, redemption arcs to come full circle it felt like he missed it here like he could have been willing to help them against cersei and been like yeah just give me some land in the future i just want to be happy no he's still trying to claw his way to the top and now he is the um well he will be the new lord of highgarden so good for him allegedly allegedly seriously holy nerd alert by the way dropping that han solo if we could get a dr spock reference you'd hit fucking three red sevens but no like he's a dead man walking at this point i would feel like because who knows if cersei is going to give him what was promised because like he told us again he's been promised so many things by the lannisters and they've gave him nothing and it looked like the look between uh uh, Jamie and Tyrion was like, all right, just tell him what he wants to hear so he'll leave, and then when we win, we'll just kill him anyways. Possible, yeah. Maybe I don't I'm, know. Maybe I'm the only one that thought that way, but I agree. The scene was a little off, and it looked like, like I didn't think at that point, if they just survived like the battle of death, the war to end all wars, and then they come out of that, like defeating like the White Walkers and the Whites. And then just Bronn walks in, like into enemy territory, just sluice in. No one sees him come in there and takes them both out with a crossbow. It was like, it kind of been like, well, I just would have rather them got killed last episode than them to go out like this. Yeah, but if they would have gone out like this, it would have been more in line with Game of Thrones MO throughout the years. It yeah. would have been well, a very like unsuspecting. They're trying to shock yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Tyrion killed his dad with a crossbow. He kills him with a crossbow. That was a great It episode. was the same crossbow. I mean, that's why Cersei gave it to Bronn. She... Yeah, that's what I mean. The, if Tyrion went out that way, it would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I with with that said though, M- Michael, I I don't think there's enough time. We were talking about how like there's not enough time for 
Danny to be pregnant because there's only two episodes left. I don't think the whole Tyrion being Targaryen thing can come to fruition at this point. Like, I don't think there's enough time to like lay that whole story out. Yep. Last three minutes and 20 seconds. And then he takes a scene on top of the throne. That's what's going to happen. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. No, I, agree. At this, uh, I mean, at this point, if like if you have to introduce new plot lines or things that other people are going on about in fan theories, mind you, I'm the only one really that has this strong of a uh, Tyrion as a Targaryen uh, bandwagon. But if you're introducing things to like fill in plot lines, you've just done a terrible job because you have so much canon to work from not only in the books but also with six seven previous seasons like if you're introducing new shit there's a lot more things to wrap up that you need to focus on so mm-hmm. now i uh i definitely agree that if there isn't something like the john be actually being a targaryen thing that went on for a lot of seasons and uh i think the the book readers and the redditors were like well yeah obviously when you read it it makes sense like that should happen and even for the TV viewers, you once you kind of got a hint of it, it started to make a lot of sense. And that took whatever, f- uh, six, seven seasons. So, I mean, at this point, nothing new should really be uh, – nothing new should be new. Everything kind of should just be wrapped up at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but if Andrew's theory of Bran warging and the whole burn them all, the Mad King thing – does come alive that might shoot to you know a scene where the mad king and what is it tywin lannister's wife are having an affair and it could like be like a last second thing where Tyrion is like the final mm-hmm. targaryen and especially because obviously danny's gonna die she's going mad queen next episode she's gonna get a little ahead of herself and then well, she's already she's, ahead she's of going herself. down so let's well, let's I, get into yes. that we well Michael referenced how terrible a mother Danny is. John decides to take the army and walk to King's Landing. So that's going to take God knows how long she decides that she's going to take Rhaegal along with her and Drogon and fly with the naval fleet down to King's Landing to take Cersei like right away. There's no refractory period for the army in the north. They're just having a great time flying high above the water. We get a nice shot of like Tyrion and Grey Worm and Masandre. And then out of nowhere, Euron Greyjoy just slays the hell out of Rhaegal. With the crossbow the size of a 14-passenger Ford Sprinter van, that apparently Quyburn has shout out Fakata. Thank you. That Quyburn has put on his entire um, fleet on the deck of his entire fleet and at the corner of every point on the wall around King's Landing. Like, yeah, how much time did they apparent. have to do all this? And well, and no one thought to do recon. Like, oh, maybe there's some huge harpoons on on the wall. Maybe we shouldn't fly a hundred feet above the ground. We should go a little bit higher. Yeah, it's very apparent that Quiburn owns a 3D printer. There's no other explanation for those being produced so quickly. Mm-hmm. But like getting back to the point is 
Danny is going mad queen and was so adamant that she had to attack now and take the Iron Throne. They were ill-prepared, and they got absolutely thrashed. She lost a dragon, so we are down to one. However, I am of the opinion that in another poor writing move, because we did not see a corpse of the dragon, Rhaegal, it might still be alive and would appear sometime in a moment of distress during episode five to save Daenerys. Just a hunch. I have Here, I'm going to end that hunch for you. I think that's uh, the worst hunch yeah, of all, actually. It's, it's a pretty dead hunch. Um, I watched the inside the episode and like the director's cut at the end. Yeah, they say the dragon's yeah, dead. And the animator was like, this is the hardest animation we ever had to do. Like his, the dragon's death was so gruesome because he got hit in like the stomach, the neck twice, like from both directions. So I'm just going to end that hunch for you. And he's 100p dead, uh, RIP in peace, but uh, he ain't coming back. I hope he does not. I said that I have a hunch they may pull a poor writing move and bring him back. That's all I said. No, I was just ending that uh, hunch for you. That's all. <laughs> well, thank you for that. So her fleet completely destroyed. Everyone washes up onto the shore. And guess who's missing? Missandre. That leads us to our last scene. She gone. She gone. They, okay, so the final scene when Daenerys and Tyrion and some guards go to King's Landing to talk to Quyburn and Cersei, I thought that was actually a decent scene. You know, we had yeah, it wasn't we bad. had a big death, the beheading by the mountain of Masandre. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I think it's Mas- I think there's no Mas- R. It's Masandre. Masandre. Whatever. Um, Grey Worm's lover. Slam piece. Yep. One question. Why did she say Dracarys as her final word? Like, burn oh, them? She, that's what she... Yeah, she wanted... She hoped that the last living dragon, because the asshole should be two, but since the asshole mother screwed him and there's only one, she was like, all right, let me say that. Hopefully that that'll, like, that's the only chance I have of living at this point, but... Um. Obviously, it only pertains to Tenarius that that word works. Also, since they're terrible military advisors, I'm gonna put my advisor hat on. I'd never do this, but if I was gonna advise someone, I would probably tell them to come in from the back because all those uh, scorpions are in the front. So maybe they should come in from behind and take out the scorpions that way. But that's way too difficult. So they'll probably just come in from the front again and get shot at like idiots. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if you were a military advisor. Military. If I was just an advisor of any kind, financial, military, didn't matter. So, I mean, I'm with you, Michael. I thought that there was maybe a dragon coming at, at that point in time. But at the end of the day, I think it was more her just like telling Danny, like, like, don't hold back, no mercy, burn them all type deal. And that's like going to give her the green light to go mad. Like she knew she was done. Go mad queen. Fuck everybody up. It's over. Let's see what we can do here. But you just lost your entire fleet of ships. You probably lost a bunch of your somehow remaining army. And you lost a dragon. And you're waiting for John and the rest of the troops to get down to King's Landing. I don't think you're in the greatest position. 
And also, you said unexpectedly that Euron Greyjoy was there. That shit wasn't unexpected. Like, I said that with air quotes. Like, she should have known. And and how they shot it was, you know, he came around the rock. The first harpoon, and then he comes around the rock. And it's like, why were you flying so low if you saw that the fleet was right there? Like, what was your move? Exactly. And, like, what? They thought they were just going to stroll into Dragonstone? where the only other place they've ever camped out at, like you thought they were just going to walk in there, like no harm, no foul. Like nothing was going to be going on. You idiots. Like these people from the South paid another army to fight you. They were obviously waiting for you. Just a bad mother, man. They should call CPS. (laughs) Bad mother. I think there's two, there's two more scenes really that we should talk about. Maybe not two scenes, one scene in particular, and then another. No, we'll say two. So first of all, the whole Jamie on that one. Sorry, I'm really struggling here. I'm just, you know, my mind's going a million miles a minute. So we got the whole interaction between Brienne and Jamie, and that mm-hmm. that scene where he he obviously takes her V card and repeat. He's a repeat offender the next night, but then he realizes that. He he's addicted to Cersei and he's, he's going back to King's Landing and he's not a good man. What are our thoughts on that? Personally, that was another instance where, okay, let me take a step back. Online, a lot of people were pissed about that because this took away from his character arc. He had gone from terrible Jamie to somewhat bearable and was on the redemption upslope and now he's just reverting back to his old self i didn't see it completely as that i think he just realized that he needed to help um you know he had heard that Rhaegal got shot and they were ambushed by euron Greyjoy. i think he's realizing his role to play and he's going to be the one that needs to kill cersei that's what i kind of got from that not that he was running away and didn't want to keep climbing the hill so to speak but you think he, he's trying to make up for all of his previous i think it's more on a continuation sins. of the redemption track yes i don't think it's him reverting okay. back and going to her aid or going to try to change her i think he's going to try to help um john and Daenerys and um Tyrion. And I think he understands that someone needs to kill Cersei and he may believe that he needs to be that person. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Michael knows the odds better than me, but I'm, I'm sure that the odds in, on Bavada are like in Jamie's favor for him being the one to kill Cersei. He's got to be the favorite. I would imagine. Oh, I'd agree. I don't know him either, but I'd agree. I mean, that's uh, be some vicious makeup sex because uh, you know when he sees her he's not just be like hey i'm gonna kill you yeah take her down real quick and then take her down again literally um but back to that the show got so out of control that they had to relate to like the public they're like all right well what does the public relate with uh trust issues all right this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have Brienne be a virgin and jamie's gonna jamie's gonna like take her down he's gonna settle in uh in the north like he's gonna do everything for her and then the next morning he's like yeah by the way i got this other thing like i just got a phone call i gotta go take care of it so i'll be back like never but thanks for last night 
So that was like the that was the pop culture version of uh, of Game of Thrones. He was just going out for a carton of cigarettes and some milk. He'll be back in a exactly a like uh, tell the kid I'll bring a toy, and it's like I haven't seen my dad in twenty two years. Precisely. So the the other scene that I wanted to bring up real quick before we talk about you know the very ending and what we think is going to happen in the future the the scene between Cersei and Euron and where she essentially tells him that she's pregnant with their prince mm-hmm. there's no chance she's pregnant no correct? she is pregnant but it's with Jamie's um child she's not pregnant so with either she's faking she, it she's she's lying to get the protection yes. from Euron ah, okay she wants like the exactly. full allegiance of Euron and the Ironborn so obviously I can see that Have happening seen an object step up yet and say she's pregnant no she's not pregnant. Do you remember in the final scene when Tyrion is like, your baby doesn't have to die? When he's um, only, yeah, but the only reason that he thinks there's a kid is because Jamie she told Jamie that there's a kid. So she's told two different guys that the kid is theirs. I'm not sure how child support works there, but if you're supposedly the richest family, who cares who the dad is? It's a fake. It's a fraud. I ain't no fraud. I could see her manipulating everyone and making this up. So I think she's definitely manipulating Euron. Oh, for sure. Like it's a hundred percent, not his kid. If she were to be pregnant, it would be Jamie's. Um, That's the only reason he's staying around. He said it multiple times. Like he dipped out the first time he saw a white Walker. He's like, well, they can't go on water. So we're safe. So the only reason he came back was to tell her that he was going to put a baby in her. Oh wait. She tells him that, he put a baby in her when she already had a baby in her supposedly. So allegedly, I don't know how that all works, but medical community, you guys can help me out, but it's just a fake. It's a fraud. It's one of them conspiracies. It's like uh, one of them landing on the moons. <laughs> that was exactly. exactly. So, so moving on from there, so we, I think we've covered every major scene. We talked to prematurely maybe about Masande or whatever her name is, getting her head chopped off. Danny's going mad queen. So what are our visions of what's going to happen in the next episode? I, I saw Amelia Clark tweeted. That it's going to be the best. That you need to find the biggest TV that you can find for episode five. So th- that's setting the bar high. Once again, they called us pores, Yep, which is cool. Yep, I like that. Uh, when you said we were going to talk about a scene, this actually will we'll transition, flashback, then a transition. Uh, you said we were going to talk about a scene, and then you also talked about what we're going to talk, what we think's coming. Uh, there was a scene you missed. I thought you'd bring it up, but Arya and the Hound, both on their horses. By the way, that was a hell of a Clydesdale that uh that the hound the hound on. On. i don't know how that thing survived because it had a lot of girth on it it would not be a good battle horse it, it was, was a show horse. yeah it was a show horse it wasn't no battle horse but anyways so it's going to take them a while to get down to king's landing but they're both like we both have unfinished business and we don't plan on coming back mm-hmm. so that sets you up for two things one what we've been waiting for for months and years Cleaning almost a decade bowl. Yep, so that's happened in episode five. Has to, because if you do episode six, it's kind of shitty, but whatever. Uh, so that's episode five. And then obviously, Arya is going to check off the biggest name on her list, uh, Cersei. Cersei. Yeah, so 
that's what's going to happen next. And then Tyrion's going to be one of them dragons, and the show's going to be over, and I'm going to be right. I'm going to not donate to the ASPCA because people said I should, but because I said I would. See, I personally think that, I don't know if I said this in a previous episode. I missed last week, two weeks ago. I think that Arya will kill Cersei, but she will kill Cersei as Jamie, like faceless man type deal. See that happening. Um, but other than that, I was going to ask you guys: What do you think? What kind of strings is Vara is about to pull? Like he's clearly not on Danny's side anymore. He's trying to rally the troops to everyone wanting John to be the true king. Is he going to like pull some strings, get her killed? Do we think? I don't think he's going to pull kind of, kind of self-sabotage. I, I can't see him successfully sabotaging her quest for the iron throne. Because if you remember back to all of his interactions or his last interaction with the red priestess, the red woman, um, she told him that they're both going to die in this strange land. So I can see him attempting um, treason to, have Aegon Targaryen, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, and it not working, and Daenerys having him killed. I don't know what he should pull other, other than, than other than like yeah, I don't like him. He's a, he's a snitch. Other than being a snitch, what does he bring to the table? Nothing. I don't. I don't know. But if you if you go back to the well, why episode, do you keep around for so long? He, That's my point. God doesn't even have a unit. <laughs> He doesn't have a unit. But if you go back to the Another episode when they're unit. talking about who their allies are and where their allies are, they like threw it in there that the Dorn are back, have reclaimed Dorn, and they are now on Daenerys' side. So if I remember correctly, he had a lot of um, spiders in Dorn, and he can pull some strings there. That yeah, is my only say, guess. That's my they, only say guess. Dor- they say Dorn like it's like eight blocks over. The fucking thing's like miles away on an island, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Isn't Dorn the very southern part of Westeros? Exactly. So what, they're gonna just gonna show. I mean, they did that at the end of the one season, but what? They're just gonna show up like overnight and all this shit's going on. I it would not surprise me. They hit isn't that where those three badass sisters were though? Yes. The snakes. I think so. Or the vipers. Oh. Weird, weird that he's friends with a bunch of snakes. Because he has no unit? No, because he's a snake. He's a rat bastard. And he wants a unit. It's true. Clearly. Any big death predictions in episode five? Hopefully everyone. You want just everyone except Samuel Darnage to die. I've been saying this. Did he just go on mute, or did I lose everyone? I, I think I think he got so no, intense I think I that he went on mute. Accident. But no, I've been waiting for this for like four weeks now. I want people to die. There's too many people around. There's too many loose ends. Just we need social Darwinism to run its course. Exactly, man. Give me some Galapagos turtles. They'd kill someone. <laughs> Chomping them like <laughs> lettuce. Um. I don't know. I don't think any of the main main characters will die. I could see. I can see Varys dying. I can see Great Worm Varys. dying. I can see that the hound, the hound yeah. dying. Um, um, I don't think that like Arya will die because I do think she's going to play a part in killing Cersei, as I said before. Sansa's I don't think Jaime will. Yeah, Sansa's probably. I think Mike Mikey said it before. I think she is a front runner for the throne. 
just from via collateral damage. Like she's just like everyone else is dead and she just strolls on up there. All right, let's do something real quick. So out of let's say how many main characters we say uh Lannisters, there's three. Jamie, Tyrion, Cersei. Cersei. Uh first you, you Stark, have four Starks. All right, so Bran. Not, we don't count Bran. He'll, he's all right, but he gets included as a main character. Uh, Arya, Sansa. We'll count John and and Bran. Yeah. Yep, he's included. Yeah, that's four. Seven. Uh, Brienne of Tarth. Pod. So, Grey Worm. Tarth, Pod. Daenerys. Grey Grey Worm. Quyburn. Nah, he ain't a main character. The Mountain. I'll conclude the Mountain. Yeah, what you're on. And you're on Yara. Euron and Yara. No, fuck them. We'll just include Euron. So out Tormund. of those, no, he's already kind of Tormund. No, out way. of those, so we've got three Lannisters: Jaime, Tyrion, Cersei, four Starks: Bran, Arya, Sansa, John, and then the rest are Bran of Tarth, Bran of Tarth, Podrick, Grey Worm, Daenerys, the Mountain, and Euron. So out of those thirteen, I don't think we're forgetting anyone that big. Um. How many are going to be left at the last episode? I would put the over under of what I wanted at at three and a half. I'll say the going rate right now would be at seven and a half. I th- I think seven and a half is re- realistic. That's I think two two from each family. I don't think I could see like John or Danny going yeah. down this next episode. But um, I don't think Sansa or Arya will die, so I think there's going to be definitely two Starks, and then Bran is just whatever the fuck he is. No chance that all of the Lannisters die. Jaime could die. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Cersei or Tyrion are going down. And then what was the other? Bran, I've got the Hound, so make that 14. But So the Hound, I could, the hound or the Mountain's out, right? So that's one. Um I disagree. I think with the Lannisters that there's only going to be one of them remaining. So that would be three total of the Starks. You think both, you think Tyrion and Jamie are going down? No, I think Jamie and Cersei are going down. Okay. So that puts you at three out of 14. Um, one of Daenerys and John, if not both are going down. So that's like four, four and a half. Euron's at five and a half. I don't think Brienne of Tarth and Pod get that much play because Pod's kind of got his story written out, so we might even should just take him out. Um, but out of all that, yeah, I mean, fuck, I wish there was like three and a half. We're, we're forgetting someone. We got a dark horse, big old Gendry. Oh, that's when I said his story was written off. I mean, he, he, that done. was his send off, right? Yeah. You think that was a send off? Right. Yeah, I mean, I talked about how the Night King was Drake last week. He was this work, this week's version of Drake. Kid got it one time and wrote a damn fucking best selling album. That was it. He offered, that's fair. He off. He pulled. I, I, hey, there are. Arya was the best he ever had. Exactly. He's done. There was just there. Just he take that all one hit wonder. The yep, bank. He went yep. for all the above. That's true. So he's just gone. So Tormund and Gendry are potentially yeah. just gone. Yep. I would, that's what I would. I don't feel like anyone should just be gone and thrown. I think everyone should die. You live in, you die. I think you I just think sneak you're away. preaching to the choir on that one here. Um, I'm just going to go. 
I know you named all of them and asked how many are going to be left at the end of the series. I was just going to make a prediction or a hope that four main characters die in episode five. That's, that's my guess. Um, from, right, from, the okay list that. Of, from the list from the list of 14 like that or, you know we're down to like eight or nine yeah that's good with me if we could if we could do like some kind of half-life and cut another four out mm-hmm. and end with four i'm all good with that yeah. that's that's my bold prediction the people's commission bold prediction sponsored by hawaiian short sleeve button down shirts short sleeve shirts yep still looking for a sponsor if anyone wants to take us up on that we, al- we also have we also have samwell yeah, samwell's gone he's just yep gonna be if you listen, he's written off yep, too if you listened last week i went full heel he's out. i did listen to it you you back down yep, he's out that's you're not a true king because you've you he's failed. like Beery's. he just switches <laughs> yeah you're you're a little finger ass motherfucker I'm a, fr- I'm a front runner when i see opportunity <laughs> it's like hey i got nobody on my side you want to jump on him yeah. I, am i the first one all right yeah man he just takes like, who's ever trendy if I no, but no, but it's like one of those where like I try to I'm like one of not like I want to say like a hipster, but you know you get in before everyone else is on, so that way you're like I I was so, I, that, so like, you're a, I was you're, a, you're kind of a you're searching there. for the next PBR right now. Yeah, but I really don't like Detroit that much. Like not that hipster. Like if we're gonna move up the cast corridor, give me like a Royal Oak, like um, not like a PBR, but like Vodka Red Bull before it was Vodka Red Bull. <laughs> that's kind of like that. <laughs> more like Jaeger and Red Bull. Exactly. Like I, I was doing like a 2007 NHL playoffs. Uh, yeah. They were you still have, you have spiked hair and hair gel. Frost, sunglasses frost bet. It was winter. Yeah. It, they were white sunglasses. I bet too. Oh, the Oakley's. Yeah. yeah I passed the dad driving. Well, actually I asked the funny you said that was there was a couple driving today and the the wife was driving and the husband wasn't. And he had the biggest white Oakley's on. And I was just laughing. Like maybe if you weren't wearing those, she'd let you drive that, uh, that Ford or not Ford avalanche, but Chevy avalanche. Fuck that. It, was ter- it was terrible. But yeah, but it wasn't the avalanche. It was one of them, uh, fake truck, fake SUVs. Yeah. So it looked like a guy that should be driving it, but I just ruined that story because I'm an idiot. So I'll be <laughs> Don't worry. Our, our editor will take that out. <laughs> Thank God. All right. I think that's a good spot for us to end. Obviously, the Let's Do It Live team is hoping for fireworks in episode five coming this Sunday. I don't know what day that would be. Uh, May 12th. So don't let us down, George Martin. I feel like we should do some sort of pool where if someone actually does comment on our Instagram and has the true heir to the throne or the, the winner of the whole thing, if they guess that they get a $50 credit to MB sports book. That's fine. And, or, and I'll or a free bathroom remodel. I'll ma- it'll, they can get that too. Always drop the promo code Arnold Nicholson Holmes free $200 off. Uh, I believe Andrew has used them. He's quite happy or will be quite happy. I'm not sure the progress of the construction will uh, be quite of, happy. Yeah. Okay, I prefaced that correctly. Uh, speaking of the Instagram comments, apparently everyone hates dogs because I was told people to comment to prove me wrong, and I would donate to the ASPCA. But since they hate dogs, they won't. And but if they do, I'll still donate. But no one will actually know the right true air because no one knows that what's going on in this show. I have, and you you actually hate dogs. 
spin zone. No, I like dogs. you've hated dogs I, this whole time. I'm, and you've I'm been you've been playing the, oh, the log ploy. You also hate hate the OBGYN community of the Seven Kingdoms, so we don't really not know anymore. where you are. Nope, not don't anymore. I apologized. And I personally apologized to uh doctors in the real world and they forgave me. So penance fuckers. <laughs> that is a remarkable closing all right this has been episode 26 of let's do it live i've been your host the people's commish along with pizza von baron and michael the mush thanks gentlemen we'll see you next time that's what i do i drink and i know things